What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor and the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Red Circle, also the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Make sure you hit like, subscribe, turn the notifications on. Also, check out the new Off the Floor. It's on Discord now, which means there are more interactive features, many more than we used to have on Winno. So check it out. It's right here in the description to this podcast, whether you're catching it on the YouTube channel or the podcast feed. Also, there you go. Also, Rocky Sports, we're going to mention them a little bit later as we go forward. But next weekend, we've got our second 2K tournament. So be on the lookout for that. It's a watch party and 2K tournament. And I'll be out there with Alex this time. So definitely come check it out. And now, today's episode. Down to Biscay. Yikes. Yikes. Uh. Five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor plan, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, welcome back to Five on the Floor. Here's today's floor plan. I'm Ethan Skolnick. You can follow me at Ethan J. Skolnick at Five Reasons Sports. I've got Brady Hawk. You can follow me at Brady Hawk 305. Greg Sylvander. You can follow me at Greg Sylvander. The Miami Heat go to five and four on the season. A 117 to 109 win against the Atlanta Hawks. Now the Hawks are also five and four. So with all the bad that's happened to the Heat so far this season, Tyler Hero's injury in the last game. No, no Jimmy Butler tonight. We'll get into that more later. Uh, he was out with personal issues. Some of the uneven play that they've gotten, the weird rotations that they've had to deal with. They're over 500 right now, and actually, it looks like they've figured some things out and we're going to start here because I, everything starts with him right now. We'll get into other players. Everything starts with him. Greg, tee it up. 
And now on Five on the Floor, it's time for the Gamer of the Night, sponsored by Rock Esports Center, the place to eat, drink, and play all day. Host your next birthday party with them. Located at 15305 South Dixie Highway in Palmetto Bay, they've got a 5,500-square-foot state-of-the-art center equipped with all the high-end power. Play all-day passes, available for just 25 bucks. but if you mention five reasons... It's just $20. So mention five reasons or five RSN. You get to play all day for $20. And now, the gamer of the night. Nine of 12 from the floor, 26 points, 17 rebounds, four assists, two blocks, 39 minutes, no hero, no Jimmy, Bam out of bio again. Last three games, he missed out on a 2020-10 triple double because a rebound was taken away then he had a 30 and 11 game where he had 16 points in the fourth and now tonight 26 17 and four and there was one play towards the end it wasn't about his offense brady uh at this point he had to go up and get a rebound uh they were you know this game it's a typical heat game where they, you know, they come out flying early and then you're like, okay, it's getting to seven, it's getting to six. And, you know, there was, we knew it was coming. Yeah. We'll get into some of those rotations. They ended up with pretty close to a clutch game there at the end, but there was a sequence where they were really struggling to get shots up. It was starting to get away and bam had that offensive rebound between two goes to the line, makes two free throws. He did superstar things tonight like again superstars when they don't have their other best players around them figure out a way to stop other teams runs like it's like you think you're gaining on them and then this guy steps up he is playing right now like a top five two-way player in the eastern conference um and maybe a little bit better than that what did you like the most tonight from bam Adebayo? so the first thing i'll say because you brought up that that exact play I don't think we've talked enough about his his jump and rebounding and how important that's been. Like he has been very active and great on the boards, uh, specifically in the last like week or two. And I think part of that is the fact that Haywood Highsmith has been starting, so it's no more Kevin Love that's kind of getting in the way of him. But he also knows that that's his job now. Like that is totally on him to kind of really take on that responsibility. But I guess everything else. Number one, that was like a one of his better first halves that I've seen from him just in terms of the pure dominance of just how effortless it was because there's some times where you'll look you're like Tyler has that effortless ability where he'll you just like look up you're like oh he all of a sudden he just ran off 12 points well Bam had that effortless ability that every time he got the ball and he's firing over the top it was like it was just, it's just a bucket like it's automatic from that spot on the floor and just watch like think back to what when they first drafted this guy to watching him on, in that first half tonight where he's just rolling into these jumpers over the top people, like there's nothing you can do because his release point is so high that when he's confident in firing like that, you can't really do anything about it. Uh, and I think the processing speed is just so much better than it, it's ever been for him. Like I saw points in this game today, which is it's difficult when you don't have Tyler and Jimmy, but he gets like a guy, a mismatch on his back and, it's, and the double comes. And instead of just making the, the pass out and then the defense rotates and it leads to nothing, he takes that one more step in and he's firing over the top of them as well. And I'm like, when he starts attacking like this, like it's just, it's just something special offensively. And then the last thing I'll say is we all know what he could do defensively, but he's getting the numbers now defensively. 
which you would start to think, is this the time when the, the, the national media and the voters start to notice what Bam Adebayo is doing defensively? Because still, it seems like that's not the case. No. Now no. it's now it's no longer about I, the numbers. Now it's I, about it, impact, I think. so. I got some numbers. Let, let me sneak these numbers in. In the last three games, Bam Adebayo is a 26-point-per-game, 15-rebound, Two block, two point three blocks. Let's make sure that the national crowd hears that. Um, and he's also getting somewhere in the neighborhood of probably nine assists or something because of the triple double situation that happened there. Um, or five assists, maybe it was. As I did the math, I'm trying to pl- play catch up here. He's un- playing unbelievable basketball. You said it during playback, Ethan, and I think it's worth emphasizing again. Um, this is the biggest incremental leap for him um since that initial one that he took from you know kind of bench player to starter level player i think right is that the one you were referencing or was there another? yeah yeah i mean i i think every year he's added a little uh since then i mean going from a bench player you know in limited minutes playing behind Whiteside to becoming a starter and being entrusted that the way that's always going to be the biggest leap because you have to prove that you can handle that role he has made improvements every season. This though is different. This is he is he is he is making the star to superstar jump. And that's the hardest one to make. That is the guy who you can trust to carry you. Nobody else is around. He has to do it and he does it. And players around him take confidence from him. There was and I thought Kyle Lowry was good tonight. So let's give him credit. There's other guys we're going to give credit to, but there was that pick they needed again to settle late in the game. And Kyle ran that high pick and roll with Bam, and they, you know, ended up it was a little clunky with the pass to Bam there, but Bam gathered it and ended up getting fouled. It's that kind of stuff. It's the winning stuff that Spo talks about the winning stuff that Bam does. He does it all the time, but it's different when you are counted on to close these things because really mm-hmm. there's no one else out there who can do it, and we've seen him do it at times when Jimmy's been out and I, I referenced the Washington game a couple of years ago, the Brooklyn game at home, there's been some of those, but the way he's played the last three, I mean, can consider Anthony Davis dominated him until Anthony Davis was out triple J. Okay. Jared, the other triple J we're going to call him the other triple J from now on, because I think the real one may be on the heat. Jaron Jackson jr. Outplayed him. Okay. By far. And then tonight, not that Capella is elite, but it's, it's crazy because the BAM comp coming into the league from some was Clint Capella. If he could just be Clint Capella, because the Heat could have taken Clint Capella one year and didn't, and they were they were they wanted to actually some on their staff wanted to, uh, and the fact that BAM, I mean, he's not even the same class as Clint Capella, okay? But the fact that he just he knows he's better than the guy that's guarding him all the time now. And that was not a given. And that's a mindset change for him. And I do think, whereas the Tyler jump with Jimmy is complicated because it's about who's going to have the ball. They have different offensive play styles, et cetera. The bam jump for Jimmy is positive. I think, uh, I think it just helps that bam gets to this other level. And so whenever Jimmy is back, we'll talk about that more later. Uh, this is just something I think that bam can continue. I, I don't think there's something that has to stop here. And I call it the best three game stretch uh, of his heat career in terms of what we've seen in the regular season. And it's funny because when I watch him, I see some of number three, I see the mannerisms that he has some of the Dwayne, obviously in a much bigger pack, you know, it's a little different deal. But people are saying he looks like the old number one. 
that he that he's starting to pick up some Bosch stuff too. And I can see, I think you can see elements of these other sort of heat greats that Bam has just been around in one way or another, and they're sort of seeping into his game. And now and he, UD and the and the leadership stuff from UD I think is is where uh, this heads next. But he didn't do it alone tonight. Another guy uh, got a spot start, which went much better than his last spot start. Uh, Greg, he also had a play that we want to talk about. And now it's time for the Insurance by Lynette Play of the Night, sponsored by insurancebylynette.com and A Aggressive Insurance Agency. You can reach out to our friend Lynette at 954-581-8800. That's 954-581-8800 or insurancebylynette.com. That's insurancebylynette.com with two N's and two T's. Your best play for auto insurance, homeowner's insurance, condo insurance, life insurance, or a retirement program. Reach out to Lynette at insurancebylynette.com. So who played the second most minutes on the Miami Heat tonight? Jaime Hawkins Jr. Uh, 38 minutes and a spot start in place of Jimmy Butler. We talked about him doing Jimmy Butler-like things. Wow. 20 points on 8 of 17 shooting, 3 rebounds, 4 assists, and then Brady, the Bogdanovich play. Take us through that. Yeah, I mean – he had, he could have, could have any of the play of the nights because every feels like every one of his buckets are just so masterful in the way he spins and pump fakes and does everything. Uh, but yeah, watching him come across this one play where he comes across the top of the key between the legs, smooth uh, pullback dribble. Bogdanovich drops to the floor. It was almost like surprising. I was like waiting for the replay to say like, did he step on a foot? Did he like what what caused this fall? But no, it was a clean crossover. It flows right into a jumper. Uh, was it one of his you know one of his only threes of the night? And it's a pullback type crossover jumper. So yeah, that was definitely worthy of the play of the night. And and I think Greg, what we're seeing now, and I think we got to devote an entire episode to this, but yeah, we're seeing that kind of rookie growth uh, very early that we've seen from some heat players in the past. And, uh, you know, there's, there's different levels to heat rookies. There's some who've bombed. Okay. During the Riley era, no question about that. There's some who have disappointed because they've been up and down, had trouble grasping the system, like they say Beasley. Uh, there's been others who were great out of the gate, like Dwayne, even though he was forced to play a different position, and there were some growing pains with that in his rookie season. There's some who were asked to do too much on bad teams, like, say, Karan, okay, at the very start, was kind of pushed into a role that he never really played later in his career when he became a very, very high-impact borderline star slash role player third type. option he was asked to be yeah. more of a score a third option type um and then there's sort of the winslow chalmers richardson rookies who made major contributions as as rookies and and tyler i think fits in there bam off the bench as a rookie where they weren't counted on to lead but they played big roles as bench guys and spot starters the comp that I've been looking at consistently is sort of the justice comp, you know, good team expected to contend, show some things defensively. Justice didn't show this much early. Uh, I mean, he had a very good rookie season. People forget it. But to come out in what is his ninth game now, or maybe it's his eighth game because I think he missed one, and to play 38 minutes to score 20 points and just look totally smooth and comfortable doing all of it, 
Like, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't want to use the no ceiling stuff. We don't know what he's going to become, but I, we, we thought he'd be ready to play. He's yeah. more than ready to play. Like, he, he, he's not just he's not coming out of the rotation. He might be a 25 to 30 minute a game player for the rest of the season. And you hope so, because in the last four games, when they've had to start to lean on him more and more and he's getting more and more comfortable, he's averaging over 12 points a game. So like if that ends up being the type of Jaime Jaquez stuff they get offensively, that's how you get through a few weeks of no Tyler Hero. Like there's just no way around it like that mm. is one player that can specifically help them in that area of the offensive deficiencies caused by no Tyler. I know that they play differently, but it's just the fact that he's willing to go get his offense and he can get his offense. So uh, he is way ahead. When we talk about heat rookies, everyone was at different stages. I, um, I still think if Karan had a whole career in Miami, he could have been an all-star multiple times. Lamar Odom, they didn't draft similarly. I feel that same way. Uh, But this is a guy that I would say of all of the recent players is as ready to play as anyone that they brought in. And that's, a high praise considering we've seen all these rookies do what they do, but he is ready. He has, there hasn't been one minute where I've looked at him and said, Oh, okay. Now that's that moment where he, we're going to have to find reinforcements for him. There hasn't been a single moment of that. He looks a hundred percent ready for this uh, level. And that's like exactly what you wanted to hear as a heat fan. Yeah, I mean, that's the blessing in disguise here, right? With, with Jimmy uh, being out, Caleb being out, and, and Tyler being out, that the reps are coming Hawkes's way. The trust level of him, of Spolcher playing him down the stretch of games was already there. The starts, but everything else that's going on. All right, Brady, I want to go rapid fire through some of Spolcher's decisions tonight because I they were interesting. We telegraphed a couple of them, uh, direction they might go. We didn't expect Jimmy to miss uh, tonight's game, but... Uh, he went with an eight-man rotation. I'm not counting Jamal Kane because he played less than a minute tonight. He didn't even record his one full minute. Um, let me give you the minute distribution and, and then uh, and then kind of the, the choices that were made. So of the starters, Bam 39, Hawkes 38, Highsmith 34. Uh, he had six rebounds and five assists, by the way, even though he didn't shoot well. Uh, Lowry 33, 17 points, eight shot attempts for Kyle tonight. That's fine. Uh, Duncan, 30 minutes, and then off the bench, Drew Smith, 28 minutes. Boy, Spo loves those Lowry-Drew Smith lineups. Richardson, 23 minutes. Love, 14 minutes. So the ones who were available, who did not play, who we thought could play, were Bryant and Jovich. First, the decision to go with Love over Bryant tonight, and do you think the same decision is made against Wemby tomorrow night? Yeah, that's the tough part. I think it depends. This may sound weird, but I think it depends if Jimmy plays, and we'll get to that next. But it's more about this group, the lineup that we saw tonight, the rotation we saw tonight fits Love more. Like, and I think you saw that in a lot of those lineups when they were just off a of make, by the way. They threw an inbound into a transition bucket. Like, because Love just grabbed the ball and bombed it to Jay Rich and he lays it in. Like, when they were, they were playing so fast tonight. Like, they were, there was like the, that was the fastest I've ever seen a first quarter heat team play. They had like a ton of their buckets was like 20 seconds left on the shot clock. Uh, so I think it will depend on if Jimmy plays and what the rotation looks like. But look, they can bounce back and forth with this. And we, you know, you, you mentioned we, I think we had an idea that they could potentially go to this. I think it makes a lot of sense. 
try to keep both of them fresh in a way because they always just drive their backup bigs into the ground. So why not kind of utilize two guys you can play in different ways that could be impactful? So I think it makes a lot of sense. And I'll say, because I know you were going to ask about the few other guys. You mentioned Drew Smith paying 28 minutes. I thought this was a great Drew Smith game. I thought he was very good in this game. And it's, I know people Agreed. hate to <laughs> discuss Drew Smith, it seems, all the time. Uh, even I remember when he got signed and I was talking about, like, obviously they're doing this for his defensive reasons. Uh, first and foremost, they're like, oh, he's – I think he's even – you know, that gets overblown. It's really not. Like, he is a really good defender. I'm watching him tonight off the ball, making these plays, jumping in the air and leading into transition. On the ball, he's picking people's pockets and getting in, in – in just bothering people. It's like uh, – he's just very good positionally. He's just very good at staying in front of you, and it's why they like him. Uh, dirt, down the stretch of the game, Kyle's standing in the corner and Drew Smith's running pick and roll with two minutes <laughs> left in this game. Like, they, <laughs> Spolster trusts him. And the last thing I'll say really quickly before we get into, I think, a couple more of these players. Man, does Eric Spolster love these games. Like, he, he loves this more than the playoffs, doesn't he? Just, like, putting a bunch of guys out there like this and just, just <laughs> putting different schemes together and rotations together and all this stuff. So I just thought that part was funny. But actually, real quickly, I want to add, because I know, I think you're going to go to this. Can we just talk about the fact that Kyle Lowry plays well in every one of these games with these lineups? And it's not a coincidence. Like, and this is why we pointed at the fact that he should be in a specific certain role, maybe on this team. And it's not that he's not good enough to like play off the main guys. He's just so good next to these type of players, like watching him next to Jay Rich and, and Hawkins and all these guys, like th these are the lineups he should be in more often than the Jimmy Tyler Bam ones. Right? Like, I think this is why we hinted at that so much. Yeah, and if they had another option at the point guard position, I think that's the direction that they would go. Uh, but they don't. So let, let's let's clean up a couple of these other things as we go forward here. I mean, you mentioned Drew Smith, uh, and I did think he did a good job tonight. There was the one pass at the end, which was ooh. Uh, there always seems to be one of those. Um, but you know, four of eight from the field and, and the defense he played tonight, you'll take it. Um, the Jovic decision to not play him when he was probable tonight. Greg, I mean, did you have an issue with? I mean, I know Heat fans. No. It's funny the Heat can win a game they weren't supposed to win, and I go on the bottom of the Heat's Instagram page, and everyone is like, "Why aren't you playing Jovic?" So he has become the guy. That's, yeah, this it's season. the human condition. Don't forgive right. them. But, it's a human condition. But but, but no. do, do you get it though? Like I, I understand yes. why you would try to play Kevin Love tonight when you need some stability on the road and you're, you're probably only going to go eight or nine deep to give Kevin 14 minutes. I don't have an issue with him playing love. And I don't know who he would have played otherwise who Jovic would have played over tonight. If not love. Agree. And I also think that there could be another circumstance a week from now where Jovic gets the call. And that's just the way that this is going to have to go. And tonight was not that night. And uh, he hasn't shown enough to necessarily find that role yet. And Spolstra is not in the business of taking too many chances because he's already putting a lot of guys in roles, expanded roles, different roles than they've been in before, trying to make something work and win games. And now he's down Tyler Hero. So I just don't see him also trying to go through the the growth pains of a young player finding his way with Hawkes already doing that and and thriving it just doesn't make a ton of sense maybe you'll see him matchup dependent or if another guy gets injured but for now I think he fans should, ju should just focus on the rook that is playing well Jovic will get his time it's just not yet well the debate's been 
settled uh, who is going to contribute more this season. It's going to be Hakez. Uh, well, the Jovic is going to have, like you said, there's going to have to be key injuries or uh, certain circumstances that uh, put him in that position. One more guy before we get to the injury report tonight. We should mention him because we just devoted a whole podcast to how much he's been struggling, which is Josh Richardson. Six of seven from the field, 16 points. We were, we're saying on playback, he took the technical foul. Absolutely believe that that was intentional. That they yeah. they I, they want to get him seeing the ball go through the basket. After that happened, he made a couple of shots after it. Still looks sometimes like he doesn't know quite where to go, but he looked better tonight playing off of Kyle than he has looked trying to initiate things. Yeah. Just like let him, this is what Alex has talked about. We've all talked about He's a connector. Just, just let him do that right now to get his head clear, start making some shots and see what he has left. Because when Caleb comes back again with Hawkins playing the way he's playing, like Josh may still be the one who's losing minutes. You need to get him up to speed now, feeling good about himself, about his shot. Uh, I, I thought he was good tonight. I, I thought he was good tonight. He made an impact for them tonight. Still didn't play down the stretch. It feels like Spoh's gotten away from that uh, after playing him the four straight games, 12 minutes each. He played the whole fourth quarter, four games. Last couple, he hasn't. So it does seem like that's direct. He played Drew Smith over him. But, I mean, Brady, any other thoughts on Josh before we get to the injury report? I just want to say, I think he's – I just thought he was in the right role tonight. Like, this was the first time where I said to myself, like, he looked like he belonged in the offense where it wasn't – I think part of that was the Kyle lineups, and I'm glad you mentioned that because he didn't have to initiate. It was more like if he's going to attack, it's off a secondary attack. Like it's off of a, a catch and a, an attack, and he's getting into his mid-range pull-up and stuff. But you mentioned seeing the ball go in. He saw that a lot tonight. And, and the one comparison, for some reason, he got compared to Max because he was replacing Max, and that's not an ideal situation uh-huh. to compare. The yeah. one thing that he is the same as with Max is he's a rhythm guy. Like, if he yeah. really does need to see the ball go in to find a rhythm, and it was just so tough to watch him throughout this this run because he could not find a rhythm, and it's so tough for him to build any momentum off that. This was, an, I thought, out of the Hawkes, the Bam, the Kyle, anything, the most important player of the night was Josh Richardson because I, I this is probably the most important thing moving forward because this can actually impact future games because I just thought he – not only him finding a rhythm, but I think Spo finding a way to utilize them where they can just yeah. – they cannot rely on him to, to initiate and control on ball. This is the spot he needs to be. It's interesting that Spolcher found a couple of things tonight, which are things that we've been saying for the past week or more, which is give a look to love as the backup five and get Josh more off the ball and just kind of back in the flow more so than what we've been seeing. Sometimes it's it's interesting. The Spolcher comes around to these things, but he experiments along the way and kind of sees what players can handle. And I think he's getting a better feel for it. Caleb coming back, Jimmy coming back, uh, will we might change that. By the way, uh, we should mention now four and zero with Haywood Highsmith starting. And even though he shot three of thirteen from the floor tonight, I still thought he was terrific. I just think the energy is it's just constant. And him and Hawkes defending together in that starting group, shutting guys down, feeding one to the other, shutting them down again uh, was impressive. All right. We do want to get, though, as we close here, to the injury report. And now it's time for the official Five on the Floor Injury Report, sponsored by our friend Eric Rubenstein, the personal injury attorney. Born and raised in Lauderdale, Florida, lives in Miami, went to St. Thomas. He's a South Florida guy and a huge Miami Heat fan. But the important thing is he can help you get your money 
that you deserve when something happens to you. So reach out to our guy, Eric Rubenstein. Again, ericrubenstein.com or ask about me. I got you on Instagram. And now the injury report. All right. Well, the biggest thing here is not an injury. It's Jimmy Butler uh, who missed the game for personal reasons tonight, but could meet the team in uh, in San Antonio. So obviously that'll change the equation. Now, by the way, I didn't necessarily expect Jimmy to play both game, both sides of this back to back anyway. So if he ends up playing the second part of it, they don't have another back to back until after Thanksgiving. So, you know, if he does come back, he could get back into a little bit of a rhythm. We mentioned Jovic was back with the team today. Uh, so his sickness is over with at this point. Caleb Martin's still out. Haven't heard if he's going to be upgraded for San Antonio. He has been traveling with the team, so we'll see. The other injury update is RJ Hampton uh, hurt his knee in practice yeah. with the G League team. Something to watch because the player that they like, you hope that that's not too bad because I think they were sort of counting on him second half of the season to maybe being integrated uh, here a little bit. I guess the one thing before we close here and either of you guys can jump in on this is uh, if Jimmy comes back, I, I guess it's just Hawkes to the bench, right? Um, if yeah. there's no Caleb and, and that's, that's pretty much it, right? Duncan's going to start at the two again and they'll be counting on Hawkes to come off, play a little with Jimmy and a little to replace Jimmy. Right. So uh, maybe they won't push pace quite as much as they did early tonight. Cause it seemed like that was a, that was that was a you know something that they were trying to do, but uh, we'll see what happens. They're not better without Jimmy Butler, but they do play differently sometimes. And I thought they maximized what the others could do well tonight to get this win. And I'll just close with this: the Hawks are still the Hawks. Like I, you know, this is the thing. Like anybody who's concerned about some of these teams in the Eastern Conference running away because they get off to better starts, or maybe they have a slightly better coach. There's nothing in this division in particular that really scares you at this point. Um, I actually think the Orlando Magic are the second best team in this division, and I think that's going to be proven as the, as the year goes on, particularly if they consolidate some of their young players. Anyway, thanks to Brady. Thanks to Greg. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Make sure you subscribe to Off the Floor. You are missing out if you're not. promise you that. If you subscribe to Winnow and paid the 305, we cut it six cents, and there's ten times the features. Join us on Off the Floor. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. After all, someone needs to listen to my dad. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.